0: Hello, I'm Nicole Clark, speech-language pathologist and Vice President of Compliance Education for Health for Heritage. You're listening to the Compliance Connection Podcast, your connection to information and strategies that will help you, the clinician, keep up with industry guidelines and requirements. The word compliance often comes with some level of anxiety. We're here to ease that anxiety by providing you with information about all aspects of your clinical practice that will help you provide the best possible service to your patients. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoy this episode.
1: In their laptops or um, tablets, but also um, just even our group and concurrent. These are just all ways that we were efficient as rehab directors and leading teams. And all of a sudden, we had to re-strategize. So I think focusing on those things, and then I just really want to—I think pinpoint. I love HealthPro for all their great resources. So I feel like it's all at our fingertips. So I do revisit these resources on a regular basis with my RDS, just reminding them, you know, functional room treatments. I mean. I remember back in the day thinking, my God, what would happen if they just shut the doors of our therapy gyms and we didn't have access to (laughs) the dumbbells and the bikes and all those things. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like um, here it is and we've been forced and um, I think bittersweetly it's been, you know, challenging for us, but I think we've tapped into some creativity that we weren't doing before. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, Nicole here. Today on Compliance Connection, I caught up with Lori Bunch, Regional Manager for Health Pro Heritage, to talk about how her directors are managing both clinical and compliance tasks during this challenging time. We talked last year about this same topic and things have definitely changed since our last conversation. To check out that conversation from last year or watch this conversation in video format, head over to our Documentation Success Facebook group. In the meantime, enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Right Way Wednesday. Uh, Today I have back with me Lori Bunch. Lori, um, if you watched the video last week that I reposted from 2019, so about a year ago actually, a little over a year ago now, um, we talked and got together about some tips for rehab directors and program managers on how to really sort of manage your day giving, given everything um, that you have to do in a day, which is a lot, right? So you've got operational stuff plus clinical stuff. You're you're just, you're just managing other clinicians too and schedules and all those kinds of things. And so I thought as I went back and watched that video, Lori, that we did last year, I, I really thought, God, that was such a great uh, perspective from someone who is out in the field right now. And then I started thinking, man, a lot has changed, right, with COVID and in everything that we're dealing with on top of all of the normal, quote unquote, nothing's normal anymore, but normal day to day stuff that a rehab director or clinician even has to sort of get accomplished. And so I thought it would be good. And Lori thankfully agreed um, to get back together uh, because Lori is now in a different position with us. She's been promoted because she was so awesome as a rehab director to a regional manager now. And so um, I feel like this brings a new perspective um, uh, to what's kind of going on and 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 how she sort of helped her teams sort of get through all of this to, to, to date. Um, and so, Lori, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Great. So tell me a little bit, because, you know, I mentioned this in the post um, on Wednesday or last week about you know, some of the things we talked about, really, we may not be able to do today, just mm-hmm. logistic-wise. So, talk us to us a little bit about what's changed since we last talked and what has stayed the same.
1: So, um, you know, on the last call that we had a year ago, definitely I touched on some of the simple things that I would say organized throughout my day, keeping an ongoing to-do list. Those things are still in place. But I think with COVID moving in and just totally taking over our therapy world, we had to re-strategize on on ways that we did treatment, um, documentation, um, you know, modes of treatment, all the things. So, you know, first I can say just the um, pretty much shutting the doors of our, our therapy departments and being forced Outside those doors, and really focusing on functional room treatments. And you know, I often joked around, uh, "What would we do if that day ever came and those dumbbells were taken away from us, or that recumbent bike was taken away from us?" And here we are. Um, it's a bittersweet thing because I do feel like um, it's definitely challenged us for um, being creative with our treatment um, ideas. And you know, Health Pro has provided throughout this whole COVID um, time, just um, great resources for us to tap into on a regular basis. So anytime any of my RDs are struggling, we just revisit that, um, resource and, you know, it not only sets up their treatment for today, but they can already be thinking, um, what functional treatment am I going to be doing for tomorrow? So it's been a great resource. And then probably, go ahead.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I was going to say, yeah, I remember, you know, you talked about you, um, were sort of used to think about what would happen if they just closed the doors and we didn't have the equipment anymore. I know. Um, We used to, at one point, or I I did uh, when I was a regional, sort of challenge my teams to um, put away specific pieces of equipment that they used a lot. Um, to try to figure out what else to do in order to get that same thing accomplished in a more functional way. And it was a great, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a great sort of challenge for the teams. And sometimes it was more difficult than others. Um, But I think what we've seen as we've moved towards these more functional treatments or have been forced to do that, um, you know, we haven't really seen outcomes um, get worse, right? We've seen them either be the same or in many cases get better, right? Because of what we're doing. Yeah. Mm Yeah. So yeah i think bittersweet is probably um a good term to use because we like all those tools but uh, you know i yeah. think we can really get a lot accomplished too without them in many cases mm-hmm. so yeah
1: so what else what else um do you think
0: so
1: yeah so um as we know you know with um pdpm urban concurrent was a huge focus of ours and um, you know once again health pro just putting out such great resources and we were flowing we were We were operating um, and just providing great services that our patients needed with the group and concurrent. And then all of a sudden, um, the majority had halted or very limited with the group and concurrent. So, um, you know, once again, just Health Pro providing those resources on ways that we can provide group and concurrent when appropriate. Um and just given us really clinical reasons, um, a lot of the educational pieces toward um some of our COVID um related patients, their um conditions and their diagnosis, um providing those type of groups or home going and just really focusing on safety, giving us um access to get up and get connected so that we can see those homes um through a lens um, and help make the recommendations for them returning home. So another great um, tool for us as we start, begin to reopen, and one day we'll get back to where we were. But again, I think just slowing down and really um, focusing on what's best for the the resident. Sometimes proven current's not, but sometimes it is, and um, truly for those patients, as long as we're social distancing and um, we can provide them with what they need in that social setting.
0: Mm Okay, that's great. So any any other tips that you can give um, directors out there who might be struggling um, with managing just the stress of everything they had to do on top of what they have to do now for, for COVID and dealing, uh, managing the pandemic and infection control and all of that stuff too?
1: Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like, and even a year ago when we talked, we really honed in on you know, relinquishing control of your day and feeling good about what you provided um, throughout the day and, and how you found your balance um, between being a rehab director and a clinician. So, um, I think continuing at a time of COVID when the facility might increase their expectations on you as the RD or the therapy department um, for involvement on the floor, sometimes not appropriate. I mean, we really have to um, reel in those reins. We can um, present information gracefully and we can set those boundaries and we can maintain our focus on our quality of our patient care and operating and running a therapy department. Um, Probably one strong aspect that definitely my RDs have taken a look at is with um, utilizing a rehab tech. where back in the day before COVID, we used them a lot for transport. And I really encouraged um, the ones that can... um, take on administrative tasks to do so, to help alleviate some of the stress and strain on the rehab director. So we've definitely delegated tasks like that to appropriate people. And um, I think it's helped find balance throughout those days of the RDs. Um, They've really stepped up and I feel like they've become even more valuable support to our RDs than they were before pre-COVID. Yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. sure they have.
0: Another question that just popped into my head, you know, as you were Mm -hmm. talking about this, you know, as now that you're a regional and you're working with uh, rehab directors and helping them through this process, uh, do you have maybe a rehab director that maybe struggled with this for a little while at first that you kind of helped through? And, you know, what are some strategies that you worked with them on to get past any of those barriers that they might have been dealing with?
1: Yeah, so... Um, I I support um, one of our RVPs, her division also, so I kind of tap into some of those. But I do have a few of my own facilities um, where my rehab directors have definitely stepped up. I feel like in, of course, some of our facilities, we have a high prevalence or we've had waves of high prevalence of COVID patients. And I will tell you, those are the times that I feel like um, we as regionals can be most supportive because um, we're helping strategize, we're helping develop plans. You know. Unfortunately, the facility is not always on board with the way that we feel like things should go. So whether it's skilling in place or, um, you know, I I just encourage my RDs to maintain focus and do what's right for the resident. So if the facility is not willing to skill in place, we still need to look at therapy services to help um, support that patient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, All right. Thank you, Lori. Um, Thank you. I appreciate you coming to talk to me today. I think this was great. Um, Hopefully. our viewers out there um, heard something that was very helpful to them. Um, I know it's great to get your perspective, um, you know, being out in the field like you are um, and working with those who are who are living it every day. So thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Uh, Thanks, Nicole. We'll see ya.